Let's magnify the name of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Dear God, you are great, O Lord. There is none other like you, O God. You are worthy of all the praise tonight, Jesus. Lord, we come to lift you up. We come to magnify you. We come to glorify your holy name, dear Jesus. Great and wonderful are you, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Psalms chapter 69. Psalms chapter 69. And beginning at verse 30. The writer said, I will praise 
the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or bullock that have horns and hoofs. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to preach on pleasing the Lord. Pleasing the Lord. You can be seated tonight. The world that we live in tonight is not much concern about pleasing God or satisfying God. The world that we live in really is not concerned about what God wants, what he thinks, what his word says. But tonight, I want to make it my desire to please the Lord. I want my ways to please God. I want things that I talk about to please him. I want to be pleasing in his sight. I want to him to be satisfied with me in my actions and the things that I do and say. It's important tonight because the writer tells us very plainly um, here tonight that David said, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. I don't know about anybody else, but I come to praise him tonight. I come to praise him with a song. You know, they was just playing and singing, and it's a good thing to come in and lift up your voice, lift up your hands without wrath and without doubting, and sing a song to the Lord. You know what? I want to sing. The Bible talks about singing a new song. I didn't come to sing the old sad song tonight. I come to sing a new song tonight. I come to magnify God. I come to give him the glory. Come on, I got some thanksgiving that I want to give to the Lord and let him know that I'm thankful for waking me up another day. I'm thankful for keeping me in my right mind. I'm thankful that you've kept your hand upon me once again. I come to sing a song unto the Lord tonight. You can be seated tonight. It's important to know why we're here tonight. It's important to know how you got here tonight. A lot of us make the have sadly mistaken that we think that it was us that made the decision to come to church tonight. It was us that, and to a certain extent, there's Truth, you have to have a determination, but you got to know that God called each and every one of us. Each and every time you step foot into the house of the Lord, you have to understand that at the end of the day, it's the spirit that it keeps drawing you back into the house of the Lord. That thought that you had in your mind that I'm going to go to the house of the Lord tonight, God put that thought in your mind. God kept his hands upon you so that you can make it safe and sound here tonight. And he didn't bring you here tonight just to sit here and just to be here, but he brought you here for a certain reason, and that is to please him. That's to be pleasing in his sight. Come on, I have an understanding. It ain't about pleasing myself tonight. It ain't about what I want. It ain't about what I think. It's about pleasing God. It's about it's about satisfying him tonight. It's about him being pleased with my actions tonight. You can be seated. You'll read in the account where Solomon getting ready to be the king. 
And this young man, and Solomon is, he's got some kind of, he's got some concerns. He he wants to be able to do the work of God. He wants to be able to be the right kind of a king. And so the Bible tells us that the Lord came to Solomon in a dream. And asked Solomon, whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that you want, ask of me. Now, a lot of us, if we was presented with that kind of proposition, we would have asked for a lot of different things. A lot of things that would have pleased ourselves. A lot of things that would have catered to the flesh. But the Bible says that Solomon, he asked God for an understanding heart. That he wanted to be able to discern between good and bad. He wanted to be able to rule and reign and be the proper king that God wanted him to be. And the Bible says that his speech, it pleased the Lord. It pleased the Lord. His speech and what he said and what he asked for, it pleased God. I want you to know that you're on the right track when you ple- when your speech pleases God. I don't know about anybody else, but I want my speech to please God. I want to be talking about the right things. I want to be... Come on, I want to have the right desires tonight. I want my heart to be full of the right things tonight. Why? Because I want to be pleasing to him tonight. I want to talk about the good things that God is doing. You can be seated tonight. You know, you can get so caught up in problems, circumstances, how bad things are, and you can begin to talk about how bad things are. And that's all you that's all you can talk about. That's all you can focus on. But I want you to know that it's pleasing to God that even in the midst of your troubles, somehow you can utter that Jesus is still worthy and that he is great and greatly to be praised. And that you can still talk about the goodness of God and how wonderful he is and how faithful he is. I want you to know that it pleases God when people are talking about the right things tonight. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want to talk about how bad things is. I want to talk about how good things is. I want to talk about the good things that God is doing. I want to talk about people that are being baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. It ain't about me. It's about pleasing him tonight. It's not about catering to the flesh. You can be seated. It's about catering to him tonight. What he wants. Because I have to understand that if I live for this life, if I cater to my flesh, the Bible tells us plainly that the flesh, it cannot please God. It cannot please God. Why? Because all the flesh is concerned about is me. It's concerned about self, what I want. What I think I should have, what I want to do, what I want to be involved in. People get so caught up and they lose focus on the fact that it's about pleasing God. It's not about me pleasing myself. It's not about me building myself up. It's not about me getting as much as I possibly can get. It's about me pleasing God. It's about my actions, the things that I do, the things that I'm involved with, the way that I live. It's about pleasing him tonight. 
I want to have a testimony that the Bible tells us that Enoch had. You want to talk about a testimony tonight? There is no testimony greater than the one that Enoch had. The Bible says that he was not because the Lord took him. Because he had a testimony that he pleased the Lord. Come on, think about that. That's your testimony that you please God. I don't know about anybody else, but that's my desire tonight. I want to have a testimony that at the end of the day, that he wasn't concerned about selfish motives. He wasn't concerned about his own gain. All he was concerned about was pleasing me. All he was concerned. Come on, somebody. Get rid of what you want. Get rid of what you think you should have. And get involved with what matters tonight. And that's being pleasing to God. You can be seated tonight. I want my actions to please him tonight. I want to obey his word tonight. I want to be in line. I want to be in sync with him tonight. The word of God tells us that, you know, God will try to call people and he'll try to get a hold of you and he'll try to get you back on the right track, his word will go forth and God will try to get a hold of you. And God will try to kind of shake you out of your mind frame and the way you're thinking. I never want to make the mistake that when I hear God calling me, I ignore his call. That when I know that God is asking me to come and get my life right with him, that I, I, neg I, I neglect his call. Because I want you to know that there is nothing more important tonight than what we're doing here. There's nothing more important. And I, I've come to realize, and I see it in the word of God, that God will call you. But if you keep rejecting God, you keep kicking against God, then God will replace you. God will replace you. God will stop calling and God will go to those that are answering. The Bible teaches us. The Bible says that he sent people out to bid them to come to his feast. And they refused to come. They had every excuse on why they couldn't come. So he said, okay, well, let's go to another group of people. And let's call them. Let's bring them in. I'm telling you, when God is calling, you won't answer the call. When God is knocking on your door trying to get a hold of you, you want to answer. You don't want to neglect that knock. You don't want to have a dull ear to that knock tonight. Because when you do, when you neglect that, God is not pleased. He's not pleased. The Bible tells us that there was a king in the word of God, and he had a desire for the queen to come before him. And he sent a word for the queen to come. The queen refused to come. But there was another that the Bible says that the king saw. And he said, the Bible says that, the Bible tells us that she pleased the king. That she found favor in the sight of the king. And they came up with this suggestion, you know what? Since she's answering your call, why don't you make her queen and replace the other? I want somebody to know tonight. I want God to be pleased with me tonight. 
I want to find favor in the eyes of the Lord tonight. I don't want to lose my place tonight. I recognize that I'm in a good place. And I want to keep my place in the kingdom of God tonight. I don't want stubbornness. I don't want bitterness. I don't want rebellion to cause me to lose favor with God tonight. I want God to look down upon me. And I want him to be pleased with my actions tonight. And he's not pleased with rebellion. He's not pleased with those that try to sneak and hide and juke and jive and get away with things. He's not pleased with that. You can be seated tonight. I want to be pleasing in his sight. You got to know what pleases God. You got to understand And when you find out what pleases God, when you find out what doesn't please God, you're very careful with the decisions that you make. You're very careful with things that you do and how you act. The word of God tells us, gives us a good word. It tells us to do good and communicate, forget not. The Bible tells us that this sacrifice that God is pleased with. He's pleased with it. God is pleased when people are communicating. He's pleased when people, before they make decisions, they're communicating. They're talking. They're getting godly counsel. It's a good thing to take godly counsel. You want to kick against wicked counsel. You don't want to kick against godly counsel tonight. You want to seek after godly counsel. The the Lord is pleased when you communicate with people, when you communicate with the right people, when you ask for advice before making a decision. Should I go here? Should I do this? Should I get involved with this? Communicate. But you find out that people don't communicate because they don't care. They stop caring. They want to do what they want to do and how they want to do it how they think they should do it. But you got to understand, God is not pleased with that. God is pleased with the one that keeps the line of communication open. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to be an open book before the Lord tonight. I don't want to hide. I don't want to sneak. I don't want to. I want to keep the lines of communication open. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Should I do it? No? Okay, I'm not going to do it. I trust the word of God tonight. I'm going to keep that line of communication. Do good and forget not. Communicate. Keep that line open. God is pleased with that. You can be seated tonight. It's all about pleasing him tonight. It's not about me pleasing myself. It's about pleasing him tonight. God is happy. God is satisfied with people that obey his word. God is satisfied with people and happy with people that when they see his word and they see what it says, they don't try to find any fault with it. They don't try to find a way out of it. They obey it and they apply it to their lives. I want you to know that if you've been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost and you're living a repentant life, God is pleased with that kind of a lifestyle. The Bible tells us it blows my mind the people that says, well, 
You don't have to be baptized. You don't need the gift of the Holy Ghost. All you got to do is believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. It's nowhere in the Bible. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that. And I want you to know that that kind of a mind frame and that kind of a mindset God is not pleased with. Because they're deviating. They are finding another alternative. There's no other alternative tonight. There's only one way to enter into the kingdom of God. The Bible tells us that Jesus came right before he started his earthly ministry. He came to John the Baptist to be baptized. And John said, well, something's wrong about this. This, this, this is backwards. You should be baptizing me. And the Lord said, no. You suffer so that scriptures will be fulfilled. The Bible says that when Jesus Christ, when he baptized him, the Bible says that he came up and a dove descended upon him. And the spirit descended upon him in the shape of a dove. And the Bible tells us that a voice from heaven said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased in. Now I want you to know that, and a lot of people, they'll take that and say, well, see, there's two gods. There's, there's God, the Father, and there's the Son. So there, there is a trinity. No, that's not what that's showing us. That's showing that God is pleased with the actions, the Spirit was pleased with the actions that the flesh did. In other words, the flesh obeyed the Word of God. Jesus Christ was living, leaving an example for you and me that when you obey His Word, I don't know about anybody else, but I want to be Him to be pleased with my actions tonight. I don't want to find any fault or anything wrong with the Word of God. I want to obey it. I want to apply it to my life because God is pleased. God is pleased. You can be seated tonight. I want to please Him tonight. Come on, I come to get my mouth open. I come to get my hands in the air. I come to leap for joy. I come to run it out. I want God to be pleased. Come on, David said this the Lord is pleased in. Well, I'm going to tell you what God is not pleased in. God is not pleased when we sit down. God is not pleased when we fold our arms and refuse to get them in the air. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to please him tonight. I want him to look down and smile upon me tonight. Come on, somebody. Why don't you get your hands in there? Get your mouth open. Come on. Do you want to please him tonight? Is you, are you concerned about pleasing him or pleasing yourself? I don't want to please me. I want to please the Lord tonight. I want to be pleasing in his sight tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, dear God. You can be seated tonight. It's about pleasing him tonight. Do you know that the Bible says that when a man's ways please the Lord, that he makes even his enemies at peace with him? You know, I'm sure we all can say we got some enemies tonight. But you should 
Somebody, some people, they boo and cry because people talk bad about them or they, they, they are resistant. They resist them. And they, they, get, uh, they get down and out about it. I don't get down and out about that anymore. Because you know what? I have an understanding that if they're my enemies, then they're the Lord's enemy as well. Didn't you hear the Bible? Doesn't the Bible talk about the enemies of the Lord? So I know who's on my side. And if you're fighting me, and if I'm in line with God's word, then guess what? You're fighting him as well. So I don't cry about it. I don't weep about it. I don't get all down and out about it. Because if my ways are pleasing the Lord, I know there's only a matter of time before God closes their mouth. And there ain't nothing they, they're going to be able to say. I don't care about it. I'm going to continue to focus on pleasing God. Let the hypocrites say what they want to say. You keep on talking. While you're talking, I'm going to keep knocking doors. While you're talking, I'm going to te- keep teaching Bible studies. While you're talking, I'm going to keep coming into the house of the Lord. Come on, it's all about pleasing him tonight. Go ahead and talk on while you're talking. I'll please God. That's my focus tonight. It's all about pleasing the Lord tonight. You please God, God will fight your battles for you. You please God, and God will make everything all right. You please God, and God will take care of your bills. God will close the mouth of the lion. You just focus on pleasing God. You can be seated tonight. Just focus on pleasing him. So many people are focused on pleasing everybody else but God. They're focused on pleasing people. Listen, I understand it's not about anybody tonight. It's not about this flesh tonight. It's about the king of kings. In the Lord of Lords tonight. It's about me pleasing him tonight. And I want to have faith in his word tonight. I want to have faith in his plan tonight. I want to have faith in what we're doing here tonight. You know, it's a possibility that you can actually sit in the church house and not really have faith in what's going on. People say, well, how's that so? tell you how it is so when you question everything when you have a question of why this is done this way when you question the authority that God has put in your life people don't know but it's all throughout the word of God it's in the book it's there and when I fall into that form of a mindset when I when I kick constantly kicking against things and resisting you know the Bible tells us you don't want to resist the Holy Ghost tonight you don't want to resist what God is trying to do in your life tonight what God is trying to do in your kids life tonight you don't want to resist that Peter not Peter I'm sorry Stephen he stood in front of a group of people as they were resisting what he was bringing, and he called them a stick-deaf people. He said, you're just like your fathers. You always resist the Holy Ghost. 
the same way your fathers did. And what he's telling them is that your parents was rebellious, they were stiff-necked, and guess what? You're following their footsteps as well. You're rebellious, you're stiff-necked, you're kicking against what the Word of God is saying and what God is trying to do and bring to pass. I don't want to kick against anything tonight that the Lord is trying to do because I know for sure that is not pleasing to God. I know without a shadow of a doubt that God is not pleased in that. But you got to have faith tonight. If you have faith tonight in what God is doing, then you don't have any questions about anything. You know without a shadow of a doubt where you are is a good place. It's people that don't have faith in what we're doing tonight that they try to find some other place to go. But I want you to know there ain't no other place to go. You found it tonight. This is it tonight. I want you to know that you ain't going to go any other place and have the... You ain't going to go in the other place and have the victory and the power that we feel here in the house of the Lord tonight. You walk away from God and there will be no peace. There ain't no joy. There ain't no happiness. There is no protection from this cruel world. So we might want to think some things through before we start making decisions. You can be seated tonight. This, just read this today. In the Bible, it's very, I'm sure it's familiar to us here tonight. The Bible tells us in the book of Deuteronomy that Moses stood before them and he told them, he said, I set before you today life and death. And he didn't even wait for them to respond. He said, choose life. Choose life. You want to know why he told them to choose life? He said, choose life so that you may live, but not you, that your seed may live as well. So, in other words, he is prompting them to choose life so that you live and that your children live as well. I want to understand that every decision that I make, it doesn't just affect me. There was a time where decisions I made, it only affected me. But that time is long gone. Now that I have a family, I have to be careful with decisions that I make. Because it's not going to just affect me, it's going to affect them as well. And so, I can't be so selfish in thinking that it's about what I want and how I see it. No, it's not. It's about what's right, and it's about those that are coming behind me. It's about the example that I'm setting. I know this is a little off topic, but I just feel it in the Holy Ghost tonight. You got to be careful with the decisions that you make. I want to be mindful of decisions that I make because more than anything, I want my family to make it. I want to help others to make it, but I definitely want to make sure my family makes it. And I don't want to make any decision that is going to jeopardize that tonight. I can't get so caught up and lost in pleasing myself and what I want and what I think I should have and how things should be that I destroy everything. I want you to know, I said it like, if you're baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, 
There are promises in this book to you. There's promises in this book to you. And you got to be careful that you don't allow anybody to cause you to make a decision or cause you to settle for anything less than what this Bible says you can have. People settle for less because they let the wrong people get in the air. People settle for things that God never meant for them to settle for because it's not in this book. I said it last night. I'm going to say it again. I'm not settling for nothing other than what God said I could have because I believe those promises belong to me tonight. I believe it's for me. I believe it's for everybody that is in this place tonight. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm going to fight for them tonight. I'm going to fight for them. I'm going to fight for my family tonight. I'm going to fight for lost relatives tonight. I'm going to fight for neighbors. I'm going to fight for co-workers. I'm not selling for anything. I'm not going to allow the devil to blind me and cause me to settle for anything less than what the word of God says that I can have. Because I believe. You can be seated tonight. I believe tonight that it displeases God. And God is telling people all the things that they can have, wonderful things that is for them. All you got to do is obey his word. All you got to do is have faith in what he's saying. You're not going to understand everything, but just have faith in what God is doing. And you know, the Bible tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. You ain't got no faith tonight. You can rack it up. You can hang it up. God is not pleased. Especially when he's giving everybody a measure of faith. I want to have faith in what God is doing tonight. More than anything, I want God to be pleased tonight. In me, in my actions tonight. In the efforts that I'm making tonight. I got to have faith. I got to have some faith in what God is doing. I may not understand everything. I may not have all the answers. And you know what? Sometimes we don't need to understand everything. We just need to know that God is God and that he is still on the throne and that God knows how to handle his business. I don't need to tell God how to run everything. I need to just have faith in what God is doing and know that God knows what he's doing. Let us remain standing here tonight. Young people, make up your mind that you're going to please God. Make up your mind you're going to do whatever it takes to please God. I'm telling you, living a life pleasing self, heading down, you're heading down a dead end road. There's nothing but hurt, pain, and heartache. If you die there, eternal separation from God. I don't want to take that chance tonight. I don't want to gamble with my salvation tonight. I made it up in my mind. I'm going to please God. I want my actions. I want the testimony that Enoch had that 
I please the Lord. Who cares if the world is not pleased in how you dress or how you look? Guess what? It's not about them anyhow. It's not about what the world thinks. The world is completely backwards. They are, they call down up, they call up down. Trust me. You look at some of the things that the world is getting involved in, what they're passing laws on. And that should let you know. You know. You don't have to be a Bible whiz to know that the things that the world is passing on is completely wrong. You know that. But I, I want you to know that you won't find any wrong in the Word of God tonight. You won't find... Listen, everything is not perfect in the kingdom of God. But you need to know that you serve a perfect God and that he knows what he's doing and that he sees all things. He knows all things. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Make it up in your mind. I'm going to please God. I'm done pleasing myself. Because if you're pleasing yourself, you're in your flesh, and that is not pleasing. The flesh cannot please God. I want to please him tonight. I want my speech. Solomon, what Solomon asked for, his speech, it pleased God. I wonder how pleased God would be with you if in prayer time you're asking God to send us new souls. I wonder how pleased God would God would be if you're asking God to keep your hand on your leadership, keep them held up, strengthened so that they can carry on. I wonder how pleased God would be if you would ask God to help you to get a burden for the loss. I want you to know God is pleased in that kind of a speech. God is not pleased in the speech that all you can talk about is the world what the world is doing and what new this came out and what, what Hollywood is producing. God is not pleased in that. God is pleased in people that are seeking after his will, that, are, that have, got, have rid themselves of what they want. And they are pursuing the things that he wants and that he desires. I want my speech to please him. I want to I want to ask God for things that I know is going to edify his kingdom, that's going to build his kingdom. And guess what? When your speech pleases God, and when you ask for, uh, for all the right things, when you have the right motives, and those motives is building the kingdom of God, guess what happens? God gives you things that you didn't even ask for. That's why the Bible tells us to seek first the kingdom of God. And everything else is going to be added. God knows what you have desire. God knows what you have need of. But I'm telling you, God is pleased when a person puts his kingdom first. And they put first what he longs for and what he desires for. Let's lift up our hands tonight and call upon the name of the Lord. I've made up in my mind I'm going to be pleasing in his sight tonight. I want my ways to be pleasing to him tonight. Things 
that I'm asking for. I want to be in line with his word, in line with the building of his kingdom. I want to please him, and God will handle everything else. Oh, come on, somebody. This altar is open tonight. Come with your heart lifted with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord tonight. I want to praise you. I want to worship you. I want to lift your name on high. You are my everything. The air I breathe, the song I sing. I want to lift your name on high. 